Hey, I hope you're having a great day today. Welcome to Daily Dose. Hope you join us today as we dive into scripture and we take a look at what God's word has to say for us today. Hey, how are you doing today? It is May 22nd, and today we are going to talk about the burial from Isaiah 53. And I'm excited to continue through this 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 book of the Bible and how important it is for us to understand all that Christ went through, all that Christ endured, especially in the context of what he endured through his life. And that's what Isaiah 53 walks us through. If you have your Bibles, open with me to Isaiah chapter 53 and read with me in verse 7. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and a sheep that is before its shears is silent. So he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away, and as for his generation who considered that he was cut off from the land of the living people, stricken for the transgression of my people. And they made his grave with the wicked and the rich man in his death, although he had done no violence, and there was no deceit in his mouth. This part talks about the silent servant. Christ was silent even when he faced so many things. In fact, if you look back around this time, a servant was not allowed to speak back to his master. It was unheard of. It was forbidden. And so it was, it, you could not speak in such afflictful ways to uh, your, your servant. And Jesus stood silent before those who even persecuted him. Remember when he, he stood silent before uh, Caiaphas and Matthew and the chief priests and the elders and even Pilate who stood and accused him and Herod when he stood in front of them in, in Luke chapter 23. He did not speak out against the soldiers that mocked him and, and, and that beat him. And, and this impressed so many people. And this is what impressed the uh, uh Ethiopian treasurer as he read this passage in Acts. When you see an Acts when, when when the Ethiopian treasurer is, is, is going along, this is what impressed him about this passage. And what we have to understand, what we have to begin to unpack here is that we, we can be thankful because of Christ's restraint. Isaiah 53, 7 speaks of his silence under Christ's sufferings. If you've read the account of the crucifixion of Christ, you know that Christ endured unbearable circumstances. Of course, we have the movie, The Passion of the Christ, and I can barely get through the crucifixion scenes of that movie without really tearing up and, and feeling terrible because we know that it was because of my transgressions, because of my sins, that Christ had to go through that. In... It's difficult sometimes for us to rationalize and understand everything that Christ went through. But everything that he went through was necessary. Was necessary. And so when Jesus came to the point where he was preparing for the final week of Christ, we have the triumphant entry. When Jesus rode in and people were shouting, Hosanna. 
Later in the week, the people are sh- the same people are shouting for crucifixion, crucify him, crucify him. And we see Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane praying and urging, Lord, if there's any way that this cup might pass from me, Lord, but not my will, but yours be done. Jesus said, if there's any other way, if there's any other way that we can go through this, God, let it be so. But I'm ready if there's not. And that's exactly what happened. In fact, we see as you read the Bible that Jesus was praying so hard that the blood literally mixed with his, with his sweat. He was so intent and so focused on his prayers. But we see that when he stood in opposition, when the soldiers mocked him and claimed him king of the Jews and, oh, you know, if this surely is the king of the Jews, let him come off of this cross. Jesus could have come off that cross. Believe me, Jesus could have thunk some heads. But because of what he was challenged with, Jesus could not. It was because of Christ's love for us that he endured all of this. And they were gonna pile him with the with, with the with the thieves. They were gonna he was he was already crucified with thieves, and they were gonna leave him with the thieves. And when you see this idea of a lamb being led to slaughter, uh, the lamb is again just a wonderful image of the Passover, the Passover lamb that we that we're gonna see here in just uh, a few weeks in Exodus. Uh, how, how the servant died for his people in the nation of Israel. Jesus is the Lamb of God. He is the true sacrifice that takes away the sins of all the people. But we see they were going to leave him with the rabble. And they were going to let him just remain what he was unless Joseph and Nicodemus buried him quickly in the tomb. And they sealed him in that tomb. And it was in that tomb sealed that we see God at work. Because he was, he laid in the tomb that first day. He laid in the tomb the second day. But on the third day, the tomb was empty. The tomb was barren. Jesus was not there. For he is risen. And we see what a great and wonderful miracle. And what a great and wonderful defeat of death. <laughs> death is defeated. The king is alive. What a wonderful, amazing song that is. So remember today, our God is not dead. He is alive. He left the tomb. He walked out that tomb. He left out the tomb. Our God is not dead. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you tomorrow.